Hello, my name is Tanya and welcome to podcast 13, The Mathematical Magic of Music. Be brave enough to embark on the adventure of a lifetime. Welcome to my podcast about how to strengthen and create intentional families. It is great to have you with us. I hope your week was abundant. Was it a garden week, a desert week, or a jungle week for your family? What type of magical music floats around your campfire in your backyard garden? Whatever your family looks like or feels like at any given moment is okay and each is beautiful in its own way. We are here to strengthen the foundation of whatever type of family you have with what I call the foundational five, balance, structure, faith, personalization, and practice. How were you introduced to music as a child? At the age of three, were you taken to kinder music classes? Or when you were five or six, did you begin the daily routine of piano or violin practicing? Did your sister play furry lease a thousand times more than you could handle? (laughs) Maybe your mother played Mozart on CDs while you were riding in the car to stimulate brain growth. It's possible that you were introduced to music quite accidentally with radio and children's television shows like Barney or SpongeBob or Sesame Street. However you were introduced to music, did it stick with you? I can still remember commercials when I was a child that were set to catchy music. The commercial for Shasta and Sunkissed and Insurance. (laughs) Somehow they were recorded in my long-term memory. How does this happen and why? Not only is music fun to listen to, but according to the results of a five-year study by USC neuroscientists, Music instruction appears to accelerate brain development in young children, particularly in the areas of the brain responsible for processing sound, language development, speech perception, and reading skills. The study shows music instruction speeds up the maturation of the auditory pathway in the brain and increases its efficiency. Children's brains develop faster with music training. Children with only 15 months of musical training demonstrated structural brain changes in early childhood, which correlated with improvements in relevant motor and auditory skills. Practicing music also helps develop focus and discipline. As a young child, I remember my mother singing. She sang all the time, just working around the house or in her garden or preparing music for church service or singing in choirs. She is a walking juice box. (laughs) I love it. Music is planted beautifully in every facet of her. My favorite memories were when she played the guitar. We would gather around as a family and sing together with her accompanying us. I love sitting together in our living room or up in the mountains around the campfire under the stars, singing every folk song we could think of. This would usually take hours She would even invite other campers to come sing with us. She is so brave. These experiences strengthened and intentionally bind our family together. Best memories ever. A quote from Frontiers for Young Minds explained that, just like your muscles, your brain gets stronger the more you exercise it. The process of changing the brain through our experiences is called neuroplasticity because the brain is easily shaped like plastic. When we learn to play music, our senses actively interact, including sight, touch, hearing, balance, movement, and body awareness. When you play music, you are using all of your senses. For example, you feel the instrument in your hands, 
you hear the sound you play and see the notes on the music sheet. Since each different type of sensory information reaches your brain at a different time, your brain must work to synchronize all of this information. When playing music, things happen at different speeds and timescales and must line up precisely. For example, a guitarist must know where she is on the beat, in the rhythm, in a melody, in a song, and in a concert, precisely lining up all of these things. Using all of our senses in this way is what helps transport music to our long-term storage in our brains. That is why music is a wonderful mnemonic or memory device like we discussed in podcast three on metacognition. When we study music, there are many benefits. I will mention five specific ones here. One, auditory skills. The auditory system processes sound more effectively after musical training. People can detect smaller differences in frequency, making both speech and music easier to hear. Two, motor skills. When we study music, brain areas that control instrument-related muscles and body parts, like our fingers and our mouth, these areas of our brain grow in size. More neurons in the brain are devoted to fine-tuning muscle movement in these areas. Three, reading skills. Studies show that better musical ability is related to higher reading scores, suggesting a link between how well we hear speech and how well we can map speech sounds to letters. Four, socio-emotional awareness. Playing music together can enhance emotional awareness, which is the ability to identify, manage, and express emotions constructively. A good example of this is that very young children are more likely to interact positively with people they play music with. I think that would include adults too. <laughs> Five, math spatial skills. Classical music has found to be particularly beneficial for spatial reasoning in children and adults. For example, after listening to classical music, adults can do a spatial reasoning task such as putting a puzzle together more quickly. This kind of effect is thought to be possible because classical music is mathematical and has a more complex structure than other types of music. The pathways we use for classical music are the same pathways we use for spatial reasoning. However, simply listening to music, not playing it, only has temporary effects. Bummer. <laughs> Learning to actually play an instrument on the other hand, has long-lasting effects. It's been found that children who took piano lessons for six months improved their ability to complete puzzles and do other spatial tasks by as much as 30%. It is believed that musical instruction creates new pathways in our brains. Learning music improves math skills because at some level, all music is mathematical. A quote from Scientific American added, Research has suggested that the link may be driven by high-level cognitive processing skills that are necessary for both music and math, such as executive functions, which allow individuals to adjust to changing task demands. Executive functions are known to be a strong predictor of academic achievement, even more so than general intelligence. Playing a musical instrument recruits these executive functions. I spent many long hours and a huge monetary investment into our children learning to play an instrument. So was it worth all of the reward charts, the daily nagging, 
perpetual calendar scheduling and coordinating carpooling to get my children to learn a musical instrument. Absolutely. <laughs> According to a study published in the Journal of Educational Psychology, music lessons appear to improve children's IQ and academic performance. The longer children study music, the longer the effect. This study found that for children, music lessons were positively correlated with higher school grades and higher scores on achievement tests. It also found that musical instruction was a predictor of higher IQs in young adulthood as well as higher high school grades. It is quite possible that all the money spent on music lessons in early childhood is an investment in college scholarships. Music lessons are way cheaper than college tuition. <laughs> all cultures have music to improve memory, communicate, educate, recreate, and socialize. Music is also used for healing and emotional connection. Do you have to be musical to enjoy the benefits of music? Absolutely not. My father was tone deaf, but he loved to sing and found great joy in sharing music with our family. We didn't care if he was on tune most of the time because he was brave enough to sing even though he wasn't good at it. This made us love him even more. As to the question of whether or not music is the magical potion that will elevate anyone's ability to do math, the answer unfortunately would be no. Just because most mathematicians are fond of music doesn't mean that all musicians are fond of math. <laughs> I took three years of piano lessons, but did it help me love math? Unfortunately, no. But I can hope that there were other benefits, including other areas of my brain and as a result, my life. Research does confirm, however, that studying music assists brain development in these five areas, auditory skills, motor skills, reading skills, social emotional awareness, and spatial mathematical abilities. And beyond all that, music is just plain fun. Meaningful and intentional learning is goal-oriented and the active creation of knowledge. So in this podcast, I offer challenges and encouragement to help you create and apply knowledge. I invite you this week to think of one way you can implement more magical music into your family garden. It could be simple, like discovering new types of music on Spotify to share and listen to, singing songs together for fun around your backyard campfire, or someone in the family could begin music lessons. If you have always wanted to learn an instrument, maybe this year is the year to do it. Get out that dusty piccolo or harmonica and play some music. It will help to relieve stress and send 9% more dopamine and oxytocin happiness endorphins into your system. We could all use more happiness endorphins, so get out there and learn some music. <laughs> in future episodes, we will delve deeper into topics like counseling together, family responsibility, self-regulation, and family fun. I release a new podcast every Thursday, so look for it on Spotify, SoundCloud, BandLab, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts Connect. I invite you to subscribe to my podcast and share it with your favorite people. Send me your thoughts or questions you want me to address. Tell me what you would like to learn more about. Also, tell me what happened when you applied this principle in your family. Since this is the month of love and emotion, be sure to join us next week to learn the answer to this important question. Are emotional intelligence and emotional resilience the same thing? 
Remember, the five foundational family principles, balance and gymnastics, consistency and ice cream, faith and fight songs, personalization and power, practice and horses. Thanks for joining us today. Focus on the foundational five to strengthen and create an intentional family. Beware, it's a jungle out there.